<laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Raju Bungaya podcast. This might be the last episode because guess what? We're in the middle of a fight. <laughs> some real questions about the future of this endeavor. When we're all right, but this this is a podcast. This is me, Fahad. I'm Noor, and that's Noor. Yeah, yeah. And we're watching Shah Khan movies and talking about them. And today, uh, we are talking about Pardes. It's a good one. It is a good one. Shah Khan was on a hot streak in 1997, guys. Yeah, this is his 24th movie. It's from 1997. It's got Shah Khan. It's got Amrish Puri. It's got Alok Nath. It's got Mahima Chaudhary. It's got a guy who I thought was Rahul Roy, but it's not. And yeah, that <laughs> And it's a Subhash guy film, which means that for the 90s, you're like, oh, it's a Subhash guy movie. It's probably going to be good. He's uh, well known for films like Gars, Garma, Ramlakan, Sadagar, Khalnaik. And then it gets weird because then he made Tal, which was like a questionably bad movie. Wait, what? I like Tal. You know what? We got to take that to the our Anil Kapoor podcast that we're going to have to do after we finish all of Shah Khan movies. The soundtrack I thought was great. Yeah, because it's Aramun. But I think not... I watched that one in Pakistan. Tal? Yeah. Okay. I watched so... it in a movie theater in New Jersey. Opening night. Opening mm, night. Oh, wow. You were there. I when was there. Was being made. I sure was. Akshay Khanna was hot for a while. <laughs> uh, he was never was hot. No, even in that. No, movie. I'm saying like he had a lot of. He was. He was like a big hot. Deal. People were like, like hot. Like he was like making movies, not like hot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sexually not, not attractive. Not like hot as in. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure some people might find him attractive. Not me. Not you. Not me. Um, but De- yeah, he's definitely he's not you. You definitely don't have his posters on your wall. He looks uh, actually kind of looks kind of like the reformed, like kind of scumbag uh, guy that kind of got his life together. You know what I mean? He's like in his 40s. He's got some kids. But when he was like in his 20s and 30s, he was kind of a scumbag. Wow, that is really specific. I've never given him that much thought. He just looks like a guy. Okay, well, his brother, I think I'm into type of people. Uh, Rahul. Is that his name? Rahul Khanna. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in Rahul Khanna because he's like, he's like the, he's like the. He's the thinking man's. Yeah, Akshay he's Khanna. like the indie, indie version of Akshay Khanna. Wouldn't you say so? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there any people, any Hollywood actors that have that? Like any siblings that's like one's an indie version of the other? Like Owen Wilson and the other one? Luke. Luke. I would say Luke is the indie indie version. Indie, indie, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, there you go. You're oh, welcome. Okay. You know what's funny? Neither the Owen, uh, the Wilson brothers, nor the Kanas are in the movie Pardes. <laughs> spent my time I'm pretty sure I saw Owen Wilson in Pardes. <laughs> he went to India for a nose job in that movie. Um, <laughs> no, he. Didn't. They were in Hollywood. They were okay. So this movie. <clears throat> Okay, this movie has um, it's uh, Shah Khan and Mahima Chaudhary, and um, 
Mahima Jodri's first movie, guys. Yeah, it said introducing Mahima Jodri, which was yeah, yeah. the way that you introduce new actors in Bollywood. So this could be the first episode of our Mahima Jodri podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be like that much because I don't think she's in a lot of movies. Oh, no, just kidding. She's in a lot of shit. Okay. Um. So the movie is about um this guy Amrish Budi. His name is uh in the movie Kishori Lal, but he's not gonna. I'm just gonna call him Amrish Budi. He's a wealthy Indian businessman living in America, and he goes to India to visit his friend Aloknath. And you know, Aloknath and Amrish Budi are basically boys that like. We know we're in a gown together, and we're raised, and we're yeah. raised like brothers. They're and best Amrish Puri got out the hood. Uh, yeah, Aloknath was still there, but Amrish yeah. Puri goes back. But Aloknath, it's not just that he's still there; like he's doing well for himself. Yeah, yeah he's doing yeah. well for himself by like, you know, small town village. Like if he were in America, he'd be like he'd have like a nice farm and like maybe a vineyard. But he's still Aloknath j- seemed like he was doing really well for himself. His house looked amazing. Yeah, it was, it was on like. The it was bank a palatial Ganges. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a palatial mansion. And yeah. and Amrish Buri just made, you know, a ton of money in India. He came back after thirty five years to see in his the friend. US. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, he made he made a ton of money in, in the US and came back after he years. by the way, so uh you know, just as an aside, they they mentioned that he's the richest man in America. Yeah. Uh which seems like a lot of bullshit. Like yeah. I feel like he's at, at first, I was like, okay, Amrish Puri is, like, uh, he owns, like, three Seven Elevens, and he's doing okay, but he just tells people back home that he's, like, killing it. Because this is pre-internet. Yeah. So yeah. They, you, didn't, they couldn't look it up. Yeah, exactly. You'll find out that this is pre-internet because of other things that happen in this movie. Um, they have to buy So he comes there, and uh, Aloknath has a daughter named uh, the Ganges River, Ganga. From uh, who's played by Mahima Chaudhary, and a lovely Mahima Chaudhary, might I add? Yeah, you know what? I was like, why didn't she become more famous? Because she's very yeah, good. she's she's very good at her job, and she's also very attractive. Very attractive. <laughs> she's good on the eyes. Yeah, easy on the eyes. Even. Is that how you say it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't know how to talk about. She's good on my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> But she is she is Ganga and she is pure and she represents all of uh, traditional Indian femininity. Yeah. So this movie was really fun for us to watch because it's about, um, you know, people growing up in the U.S. and their relationship with people that are in India and the the people that sort of come here um, that are born with a silver spoon in the mouth. It's like being first generation, being an immigrant, and being still in India. It's like the different values that you have. Spoiler alert. Apparently, first generation Indians, complete assholes. Mm. <laughs> Wouldn't you say that's what this movie is showing? Yeah. I We're think complete this dicks. Is, this, this is just like an Indian supremacist film. <laughs> this, is like, this is the birth of a nation. For for Bollywood, yeah, they just they're just like oh you know Indian shit is amazing and Americans are so horrible people such yeah. horrible people yeah this is there an- are some horrible anti NRA yeah. yeah um 
so so anyway, Amrish Puri meets uh, Mahima Chaudhary, who is a Lokanath's daughter, and he's like, wow, she's beautiful. I would like her to marry my son, Rajiv, who is played by a guy named Apurva Agnihotri. And I thought he was Rahul Roy in my mind. I've seen this movie before, and I just assumed that that was Rahul Roy. It's not. It's another guy. He was in like five movies after. He's got a weird voice. I couldn't tell for the longest time if he was being dubbed or if it was his actual... Okay, that is the problem throughout the entire movie for a lot of people. Yeah? I would say outside of... It was most noticeable for him for me. I would... Oh, really? Not the white people? Oh, the white people, but (laughs) I expect the white people to sound like they have some... (laughs) Like they have balls in their mouth? Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I still don't know where they get white people from for these movies. <laughs> They're not white, so that's probably where they get them from is in India. Um, no, they have white people in this movie, but they were still like, oh, hi, uh, Rajiv. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. It's so silly. Anyway, so... Um, Amrish Puri asks for uh, Mahima Jadi's hand and Aloknath's like, well, I don't even know this, you know, I don't know what your kid's going to be like, but yeah, sure, absolutely go for it. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, They give her two pictures. One is of Shah Khan and one is of uh, Rajiv and she doesn't know which one's which, but she actually guesses right. I thought that was going to become like a whole thing where she was to be like, I liked it. "Oh, I don't." It was like straight to the point. She was like, "Oh yeah, and, the and guy dressed up like a cow, a gay cowboy. That's the one." <laughs> <laughs> that was hot in the nineties. A lot of glamour shots, are to you. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and then it's Shahrukh Khan. Khan, by the way, plays uh, Amrish uh, Puri's like adopted son, kind of like he's kind of he's someone's his, relative. His, He's someone's relative who's, who was orphaned at like 10 and, and Amrish Puri took him in. So it's not just like they gave him a picture of like Shah Rukh Khan. Here's the Hollywood or Bollywood actor Shah Rukh Khan. And then here's this other dude. <laughs> Which one do you think is your husband? <laughs> <laughs> she was like still the gay cowboy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, so they, he goes back to India. He tells uh, Rajiv, here's what the deal is. We immediately meet Amrish Puri's uh, family in, in America. And I love them. They are my favorite people. It's like all the evil characters from a soap opera is them. Like an an American soap opera. They all just, you know, wear ridiculous outfits and just, you know, all have like American names. And And just their haircuts. They have evil haircuts. (laughs) Evil haircuts (laughs) and evil makeup. The women are either like too skinny or too naked. Like it's just so strange. And you just know right off the bat, it's all side-eye and, like, schemy music behind them. So, you know right away yeah. that, like, but at the same time, okay, so when I watched this movie first time, I think I was this 97, so I was 12, and I had been in America for two years at that point. But I was, like, you know, I guess I was still pretty see like, a lot more than I am now. Um... And, it, you know, I watched it then. I was like, these people seem terrible. But, like, I watched it this time, and they're all just like, well, it's kind of ridiculous that you would expect your son, who's born and raised here, to marry some girl he's never met in India. He's probably not going to be okay with that. And so, like, watching it now, I'm like, that's actually very logical. 
mean looking they aunt. They had his back. Yeah. They had they had Rajiv's back. What uh, was they could have been Nita? nicer about it. Nita auntie? Nita. I didn't understand uh, anybody's relation. Like, I thought that yeah. there, his, Amresh Puri has, like, an older uh, lady living in his house, and everybody gives her a lot of respect. And I was like, oh, that's his mom. And then I was like, Amresh Puri is, like, 90 years old in this movie. Yeah, there's, so like, a granny I, on wheels. She, just, I didn't know who she was, but she just seemed like a respectable elder. Yeah, and she was, she was like, the only sympathetic figure to Mahima Chaudhary when she moved to the U.S. Yeah, it was weird. Speaking of which, uh, Rajiv goes to India to go check out. So first, before Rajiv goes to India, um, Shah Khan comes to India basically to plan everything ahead of time, kind of check it out. Um, And, you know, he he, the the ragtag team of villagers make lots of, there's a lot of, like, cow manure jokes, which prompted my husband to be like, this movie, it seems like these people in this village just roll around in cow shit because for like yeah. 20 minutes of all the scenes in India, there's just, it's, what do they call it? Uh, Gober. Gober joke after Gober joke after Gober joke. Yeah. It's like there's shit everywhere. And just everybody's just handling, like yeah. they're making <laughs> cow patties. Like they're actually just like with their hand forming just like <laughs> shit hamburgers. It like doesn't is, make any sense. Is Kisho, is like, is Suraj... AKA Loknath, is he is he in the manure business? Maybe he's a farmer. Oh my god, that might make more sense. <laughs> if he's selling manure. <laughs> just so silly. That actually makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I wish they had addressed that. Yeah, so let me take that back then. Um but you know, Sharhan gets there, he meets Mahima Chaudhary, he's like, Wow, she's beautiful, this is gonna be great. Um he lets Rajiv know, yes, yeah, she's great, she's actually lovely. And uh, she seems great, so you should come. So he comes, and Rajiv and Mahima Chaudhary see each other. Rajiv is taken aback by her beauty. And, you know, he's trying to get to know her on a personal level because, like, I put him myself in his shoes, and I'm going to be like, all right, here I am in India. Let me just at least try to have a conversation with her. And every time he tries to, something happens. Like, they can't really meet alone. But in one particular instance... He asks her to meet him in the fields. She's oh, like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, can I just meet you alone somewhere? Can I just like meet you outside by like the fields? So she goes to her aunt, played by Riffith B. I don't know what that actress's real name is, but she's in a lot of these movies in the next, I think, few movies that we watch. Um, Riffith B's in it. She plays Mahima Chaudhary's aunt. Right off the bat, as soon as you meet her, you know she's going to be a pain in your ass. <laughs> But my mother goes up to her and she's like, can I go and meet him in the field by myself? Yeah, she says in the cape. In the cape. <laughs> in, in India, I mean, like, that's basically like saying pound town. Like, um, you know, if I went to go visit a girl, I was like, hey, uh, do you want to go and just like go to pound town and we'll have a conversation? <laughs> And then the girl would went go to her aunt and be like, "Hey, uh, can I go to Pound Town with Fahad?" And then obviously <laughs> her aunt would flip out, flip out, which because which is what Rifat B does. Which is yeah. So it's really Mahima Chaudhary's fault for not being like, "Hey, uh, Rajiv wants to go and have a conversation. Can I go and talk to him next to that windmill?" Instead of being like, "Yo, let's go to the Kate. Let's go to the Bone Zone with Rajiv." Why are you Ra- so upset? Hala, Reggie's got two tickets to the Bone Zone, and he's invited <laughs> me to it. So, we cool? 
Yeah. So, um, but you know, regardless of that, <clears throat> they hit it off. There's Everything's a, going well. Yeah. There's like a little there's bit of a, a side of... plot because um, there's a there's like a local sort of distant relative that they have. Oh there. yeah. This is this is. <laughs> Not so even he, a side. Like, this is the most unnecessary thing that I've seen in any of his movies so far. So, okay. Mahima Jadri has some distant relatives who are, like, pretty well-to-do also in um, the same town. They're NRIs from Sri Lanka. But they, like, the the main uncle has, like, bl- a blonde wig and, like, blue color contacts. And he's doing white face, which is weird. And they have a son who is apparently spoken for for Mahima Chaudhary but really not like he like mentioned it and Mahima Chaudhary's like dad was like all right we'll think about it and that was it but they get really really upset that Mahima Chaudhary is now engaged to this guy Rajiv and they get like almost violent but the, they're like such a it's like such a cartoon of a family the guy yeah. is like he's constantly lifting weights and says dad this is bad or like something like that and it's just this is bad dad yeah it's just so corny but then they they like challenge each other they challenge them to a kabaddi match and oh yeah for mahima chaudhary yeah and they're like whoever wins the kabaddi match gets to win mahima chaudhary and i was like what what about you if you just ask her who she wants to marry i also so so these guys came in they were really upset right and so they challenged them to anything and they're like okay We'll settle this like men. Name your challenge and we'll do it. We'll wrestle. We'll fight. Pistols at dawn. I don't care. Uh, and they chose Kabaddi, which to me is kind of like cheating because it's a it's a team sport. What if your teammates suck? Because they had that dude, Paul, from America. Oh, who, yeah. I forgot who, to mention. Like <laughs> my, my, he's just a random guy. He's like <laughs> right. a random Indian dude who just shows up is he and Indian? is like, I'm going was... to India, too. Wait, and... I thought he was white and he just knew a little bit of Hindi. His name is Paul. I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought well, he was played by a brown guy. A lot of people in this movie are played by brown guys. Yeah, but I mean, this guy is actually brown. Like, I thought he was just like a, a, a what what our Indian Pakistani cousins would call it an ABCD. An no, American he... born confused Daisy. Why is his name Paul though? Maybe it's like uh, maybe he's South Palandra Indian Christian Chalt or something like that, and then he just changed <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, yeah, maybe it's Rajpal like, and he goes by Paul. Okay, maybe that seems more yeah. more plausible. Um, so yeah, that's the thing. It's like a group sport. So like, the other team right. might have like an Olympic kabaddi player, or your team might just. I mean, the team. I could be sh- like, I suck at kabaddi, right? But what if my homies were you do? like amazing? I mean, I've never tried it, but it seems <laughs> like I can't hold my breath for that long. And there's a lot I don't of know what I don't know what the rules are. I've watched it on uh, satellite TV, <laughs> humble brag. Uh, <laughs> I, they they played in Canada because uh, there's so many like Punjabis there. It's like the national sport of Punjab. Hmm. So it's just like a bunch of like oiled up dudes in like a lungi. And uh, they just kind of like run at each other. And it's kind of like tag, I think. Like you have to get to a certain side without getting touched i don't i don't know it's confusing you just made Wikipedia. up the rules but yeah um, but it basically up. they say that uh Khan, and you know whoever wins the the game wins her hand and there's a little mm-hmm. bit of foreshadowing because 
you know, everybody in Charhan's team or Rajiv's team is out. Charhan is the last person left and he wins the game. So technically oh. speaking, he's the one that wins her hand. But he doesn't care. Like Subhash he's guy, you 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 devil you. Yeah, my husband pointed that out. So That's um the thing with this the the great thing about this movie that I I really like and I'll go into it a little bit more when we do our our rating is in this movie Shah Khan is actually not a sleaze bag at all. Like he yeah. he's like a really he's like no, I'm here to like I'm here for my boy Rajiv. Like I want to make sure Rajiv gets married cuz his dad's awesome. He's not here to like ruffle any feathers he's like whatever i gotta do to make sure that rajiv gets the girl i'm gonna do because i like this family and including so, including sometimes lying, lying to mahima to mahima jadri a lot so you know yeah. she finds cigarettes and he's she's like what's this all about and he's like oh no no those are mine and uh you know she he doesn't drink and there's no other girls and nothing and like he basically paints rajiv to be this like really great guy and the whole reason why is because rajiv's dad did so much for Shahan that he feels not like indebted he just feels like that's the right thing to do he's just extremely loyal to uh rajiv and amrish Budi. so yeah. and to be fair to to be fair to Shah Rukh Khan in this movie I think we've all been in a situation where somebody's like hey this is my fiance what do you think of her or what do you think of him and you're like mm, I think he's a piece of shit but I'm not going to tell you that have you been in that position or did I just give up too much about my own personal life <laughs> um, I mean I know my I know friends who have been with guys who were crappy and I've told them about those crappy guys Mm. I never feel like it's appropriate. I think it's called C blocking. Yeah, but like girls gotta stick up for each other. It has gone yeah. poorly where like I've warned people about that and then they've still like married that person. Right. Then it's awkward. Then it's really bad. Yeah. That's why I don't say anything. Yeah, it's better just not to say anything, I guess. So then um they're engaged. Amrishwari is like, you know, it'd be really important if Mahima Jadri could come to America because I think it'll be important, like, before she gets married to just get acclimated and stuff. So, you know, Ganga right, and Mahima Jadri's family's, like, pretty upset, but, like, you know, they, they're just going to miss her or whatever. But they're like, yeah, you know, it's a good idea, but let's just make sure that they're getting married. Like, they're actually engaged and now they're going to go there. Like, I don't know. I want to call it, like, a Botbucky slash... There's, like, yeah, levels, right? Yeah. There's, yeah. like, a Sagai in... I guess in Indian culture is as strong as, let's say, a nikah would be for like Muslims. No, a nikah is like actual marriage. Yeah, yeah but was, like you know how people like have their. Bucky. Yeah, but you know how people have their nikah, so like. So it might be nikah for for desis. Maybe like where you're like okay. no, but I think even that because it's in writing, so that's pretty much like you still have to get a divorce if you're. No, no, I know what a nikah is. Right, but, but I, don't, like, I don't think the Sagai is on paper. I think it's no, just it's, uh, yeah. a Botbucky. No, but like a Sagai is still, there's a ring exchange. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's, so it's like not, you, there's no take-backsies. Yeah, the yeah, likelihood of like, a take-backsie after a Sagai is very little. Yeah, but the door is still open for a take-backsie. Yeah, I mean, you're right, okay. So there's no take-backsies at this point. It's a very tiny door. A sliver for take-backsies, but we're not expecting any. So she goes to mm -hmm. America um, with Rajiv's family. And once she gets there, she meets Rajiv's weird, um, like, 
relatives who are just, you know, like I said, soap opera characters from like the 1990s. And she learns very quickly that, you know, they're not very Daisy at all. They're not just like American. They're like a weird, like, like uppity, bougie version of like real yeah, housewives. For, for, for a group of people that like actively dislike India and being Indian, they speak a lot of Hindi at home. They do. They <laughs> speak a ton of Hindi and they not, no one really speaks English that well either. Right. <laughs> so it's strange. But I mean, I know, I know we all know people kind of similar. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Like the, the Trump uncle. He's, <laughs> he's probably, he's probably related to Rajiv. Yeah, that guy's probably so happy these days. I hate him. No, I will not come on, but okay. All right, whatever. Um, right, so yeah, right, so she quickly finds out that, you know, Rajiv, not just, it's not just that Rajiv's family is like a little Americanized. Rajiv is actually pretty Americanized, Americanized himself. He drinks, he smokes, he parties, he has ex-girlfriends that he still hangs out with weirdly. One girl he introduces her to is this girl named Kelly, played by a brown girl, but her and- name is Kelly. And, and she learned Hindi for him, which means like, yo, Rajiv, that's that she loves you more than because I wouldn't learn anything for anyone. I feel like he should definitely marry Kelly. Yeah, maybe I he hope does he did at the end yeah. in the postscript. Yeah, um, you work on that fan fiction, okay? Okay, <laughs> okay. already got it. <laughs> and then Let the me other crack thing my she... knuckles and start click clacking away on this typewriter. <laughs> that's you winding it up again um so the other thing that she learns is that uh sharhan is actually more he's not really part of the family he's he's more or less um seen as or treated by the family as like a an assistant or like a no i wouldn't yeah a servant more or less like he doesn't live by them he he runs this garage that Amrish Buri has helped him buy. He runs it and he lives there and he has a studio and a team of people and overalls that he dances with sometimes. Yeah. Um, he dances. He gets real sweaty when he dances. Just oh a regular my. dude. Oh, he's also um, like a chart-topping chart artist. Like he, yeah. he's, At the beginning note. of the movie, he's doing a an interview for his big hit song, I Love My India. Yeah, it's there's um, a lot of facets to this character. He's a great <laughs> sales guy. He's a mechanic. He's a singer. He's a dancer. He's a I feel like he should go great on tour wingman. Yeah, he should go on what? On tour, like if you got a hit single, yeah, you that shit, bro. Yeah, well, you know what? He's got a lot. Of, he's got a wears a lot of hats. So, Mahima mm. <clears throat> Jodhi basically figures out that this isn't the guy that she thought that he was, but. You know, Shahan says, like, look, this is just sort of part of the culture here. And I'm sorry that, you know, I, I may be like stretch the truth a little bit. But, it, you know, gener- gen- he's still a genuinely nice person. And these little relationships that he had before, it was nothing. It didn't really mean anything. And, you know, he's choosing to marry you. And it's the same thing that like his Rajiv's like snarky aunt tells him, like, you know, you just kind of have to get over it. But. You know, in America, people have relationships, and it's a good thing that he's at least choosing you. Again, I was like, there's nothing that this aunt is saying that is crazy. But, like, when I watched it 20 years ago, I was probably like, this lady seems so mean. 
But like, yeah, she seems like if a they, if they, if they, and logical person. If she was person. dressed up like like Rifa B, then she would be like the good guy in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> just like if you if you brushed her hair and put her in a sari, she'd be fine. Um, right. But Mahima Jadri, you know, still keeps. She's just she's still trucking along, even though she's like not truly happy. She's also at the end of Daisy Girl, who is trying to just make it work. Um, and, you know, even Amrish Booty sort of realizes that she's maybe not as happy. But he says, like, you know, I'm going to take care of you. You're my responsibility. But I promise you, like, he he's a difficult person, my son, but he's not a bad guy. And maybe you just need to mold him to be a little bit more Daisy to, like, meet you halfway. So she's like, all right, fine. I'm going to keep trying. Mahima Jazi is a great sport while she is trying to get to know Rajiv better. She goes to his parties. She goes to the club. She <clears throat> meets his ex-girlfriends. And while she's at this club... She meets his ex-girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> she's at this... So while she's at this club, like, one of the clubs that they're at, full of AC people, which is not unlikely. I mean, that happens here, too. But, um... There's, like, a DJ who's like, oh, there's a game where two people sit and... You know, a guy gives a number and a girl gives a number. And if, like, the number that comes out in the raffle are those two numbers, that means that it's a match made in heaven. It's like a weird, like, no one goes to the club and plays, like, these games. It's just, it doesn't make uh, any I sense. I don't know what club you go to, but <laughs> those are the best types of clubs where <laughs> you play, like, like something. <laughs> the kind of game that you would play at a child's birthday party. <laughs> or, like, an old folks home. Oh, yeah. Those are one and the same, I guess. <laughs> and then so they do it. And then there's like a whole ceremony. They get this like weird tinsel trophy and like and like a crown. And then people take pictures of them. Like, I was Very like, no exciting. one does this. It was so strange. Very but exciting stuff. Neither neither Rajiv nor Shah Khan nor Mahima Chaudhary care. Like they all understand what their roles are here. They're all just getting to know each other and Mahima Chaudhary is still definitely going to marry Rajiv. The only one thing the snarky auntie does is she does sort of put it into Amrish Budi's head that maybe Mahima Chaudhary and Shah Khan have something else going on. So Amrish Budi does the only smart thing that he can think of, which is he puts Shah Khan on a like a job that's really far away and he tells him to like leave the city. Yeah. Is that Seattle? Is that where they drove to? Yeah. He goes to Seattle. They're in LA. And then oh, somehow yeah. everybody ends up in Las Vegas. <laughs> oh yeah. And then so Rajiv takes Mahima Jadri to Las Vegas because like somebody's at some sort of a party for his friend. So when they're there, um Mahima Jadri is very bored. You know, but like Rajiv does weird stuff. Like there's a shot of him like making a video of like a random couple. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. He's just like sitting right in front of him and he's got the weirdest camera. It he looks, looks like, like a like creepy porn. A like an, No, but he also looks like a, a creepy guy make like recording amateur porn. Like that's what he looks like. <laughs> he looks like he lo- like that's what I imagine. <laughs> Why am I imagining he just, that? <laughs> he seems like a terrible he doesn't seem like fun. Yeah, he just seems like like he's like a dick and he like gets drunk all the time and he's just like he's probably nice to her otherwise, but he definitely just looks like he's trying to take it to the cave with her. Um but he well, is gonna yeah. marry her. He is gonna marry her. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing. He knows what his role is and he's gonna marry her. But they're at a party. they're uh, they're in Vegas. Um they're staying in different rooms. He's in her room and 
he gets pretty drunk and he tries to have sex with her and she says no and he flips out and he's like well you know what you're a hypocrite because in india they they're so they're so um they're they're so specific about how men and women should be they don't let e- them even near each other women live different lives than men do but then it's also the country that has like the highest rate of birth birth rate yeah yeah so you guys are hypocrites because you can't like sit here and ignore sex and then also have like a million kids all the time um and so ganga gets really mad because how dare he talk poorly about india also then- he hit her Oh, no, but she hit him first. No, he hit her first. No, she hit him first. No, she hit him. Yeah, you're right. She hit him, then he hit her, then she beat the shit out of him. Yeah, it was good. It was like yeah. a good... I was glad she wasn't a damsel. Like, he she, he was talking poorly about India, so she, like, slaps him or something or throws something at his face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he stops mm-hmm. talking, and then he calls her, and, um, and she's like, well, you know, if you think that, that way about India, then I'm done with this relationship. It was like all right calm down um except then he slaps her which is a perfectly good reason to end a relationship and then not only does he when he slaps her she actually like punches him and kicks him and like fights with him like i was i was like i'm glad that they're showing her yeah i'm glad that they're showing her defending herself instead of just like being this like damsel um and then he tries to rape her um they have a violent struggle she knocks him unconscious by smacking him in the head with a bottle and she leaves she runs away and she calls um she start wait who called no how she doesn't she... call anybody oh yeah that's so right she runs away she doesn't know how to get anywhere and so she hitches a ride with a random it's not even like an 18 wheel truck it looked like just like a white van like, it was not just a safe. murder vehicle it was not in safe. the middle of the desert too he's in las you know... vegas on the edge of las vegas <laughs> and gets into a truck with some random guy and somehow ends up at a train station, and uh, and so uh, Rajiv calls up his fa- his his dad Amrish Puri, and he's like, "Oh, I don't know where she went. I woke up in the morning and she was gone. And every yeah. there's like this big search thing, and everybody's like, oh my god, she's missing.' And then three minutes later, you get like Shahrukh Khan's friend from the uh, garage call picks up the like he's talking to that white guy." And he picks up the phone. He's like, oh, yeah, this truck driver said he dropped off an Indian woman at this train station. And then Shah Khan. Also, the white guy that he's talking to is definitely a brown guy. No, not everybody is brown in this movie. No, that was a brown guy. I just watched Whatever. the movie. I would just watch the movie like 30 minutes ago. So I'm going to tell maybe you. Your, maybe your contrast or like your white balance was up high. I don't think so. Um, yeah. Is that so still a thing? so Shah Khan then <laughs> finds. <laughs> Sharhan then finds Mahima Chaudhary and she's like, he's like, what the hell happened? Why are you running away? And she's like, I, uh, this is what happened. You know, he tried to, to attack me and he tried to rape me and, and she, he's like, holy shit. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Um, and she's, he's like, but you gotta go home. You gotta go home and talk to, to daddy who is Amrish Budi. You have to talk to him because he's, you know, he's going to make this better. And she's like, no, hell no. I'm not going back to that house. I'm not happy there. I don't believe in this relationship anymore. I don't want to go. I'm going to India. I'm going back to India and you're going to help me get there. And he's like, no, no, no. Like you need to, you need to go. But then, uh, she's like, fine. If you're not going to help me, I'm going to, I'm going to go myself. And she like literally makes it like, like like 10 yards down the train tracks and like 
two like a black guy and a white guy are like there, oh, yeah. and they're like what did you they're like oh yeah this oh is nice. that's a good one that's a good one <laughs> and it was like dubbed over it was so strange it and then so Shahan comes and, and like finds her and he's like see you make it like you're not gonna make it on your own here so let's go and then they make like some weird they're like oh lovers like they make yeah, like <laughs> they seem like okay people <laughs> <laughs> they, they were just were, walking probably, down. It was probably just a gay couple that was commenting about her outfit. They were probably <laughs> like, honey, that's a good one. <laughs> um, so then Rajiv's friend gives him a call and says, by the way, I just saw Shah Khan and Mahima Chaudhary on a train. And his friend said, what? On a plane, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. On a, a t- plane. They were, they were already at the thing. Apparently, these guys got like a CIA setup. Somebody's always at the airport and they're always flying Air India. This is like one long commercial for Air India. <laughs> yeah. They talk about it all the time. Yeah. Um, they and get, so, so they're on their way back to India. And so and, basically at and this point. Yeah, the impression yeah. that Mrish Booty has is that, holy crap, so all the rumors were true. Um, Shah Rukh Khan definitely likes Mahima Jadri, and she probably likes him too. And now he has lured her and taken her with him to India, and what the hell? How could he? I trusted him. I raised him like my son, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Of course, completely ignoring the fact that, like, his son is a dick. Like, his son probably screwed up, but you know what? You're just going to take your son's side over I guess the foster son, whatever. It's typical in you. Oh, yeah. I mean. So then Shahan goes to Mahima Chaudhary's house and, you know, he tells, I don't know what he tells her parents, but it seems to me like they don't know the whole story. It just seems to me like they're unhappy and, and she's not happy and she doesn't like what she's learned about her. No, I don't think think she tells them the truth about the rape. No, I think I think she does because he his uh, Alok Nath's initial reaction is to go pick up the phone and talk to uh, Amresh Puri, but his wife is like, no. After this, you're still gonna call them. You're not gonna call them anymore, uh, and because we're done, we're through. So, but then Amresh Puri later on at night calls Alok Nath and explains to him his side of the story, which is. Oh, uh, Shah Rukh Khan just, um, you yeah, know, like seduced. I trusted, yeah, I trusted your daughter and I trusted Shah Khan, and instead they were having an affair under my nose and they ran away. Um, so Loknath has a completely absurd reaction and he accuses his daughter of all kinds of shit. He takes a sword and tries to murder Shah Khan, and Shah Khan, um, does that typical Shah Khan thing there where, you know, there's nothing like a hero with deflecting a sword with his bare hands that really, uh, yeah. yeah. That really nails it, right? I think there's got to be some sort of, like, symbolism behind a cut palm, you know? Because that seems to be something like... It's a blood oath. Yeah. That's what it is. It's like, yeah, yeah. you have to I think take maybe, my word yeah. for it because, look, I'm giving you my blood. Yeah. That's pretty And Aloknath doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. Aloknath's like... A look and that's like maybe you have really super healing skin. I don't know that, so I'm still not going to take yeah. your word for it. He locks my image up in a barn again, really adding to the concept that maybe they have a manure business. <laughs> Everything <laughs> smells like goba. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, they take her into the. So she's like, she's not eating. They, her dad's pissed off at her. But the great thing is that the rest of the the house so like her grandmother her cousins her brother everybody's on her side they're like 
obviously we know what the truth is and really and she's like yeah but like the truth is that i don't have any relationship with Charhan. and they're like yeah we know that you don't have a relationship with him but he definitely is in love with you and we're okay with that because he seems like a really great guy especially compared to rajib who seems like a complete sociopath and then she's like she's like really and she's there like yeah let us make this decision for you <laughs> <laughs> and so by this point charhan has left the house he's on his way to catch a bus um, mahima jadri runs after him her siblings help her escape her sibling and her grandmother and her mom help her escape and so she runs after him in the meanwhile uh rajiv amrish Budi, and their family are on their way back to india because rajiv in a violent rage is like oh how dare he take my woman i'm gonna get him and i'm gonna get her back and no one can have her just like go go marry kelly yo she she learned hindi for yo, you yeah kelly's way into you <laughs> she tells him look i love you and he's like so and she's like you love me too and he's like no i don't let's just this isn't worth it like i'm not fighting this for you go home to your family do what you got to do right mm-hmm. and then next thing you know um rajiv's people are coming so she's like, oh, shit. And they see um, Mahima Jadir and Charhan in an embrace. And then my Rajiv and his gundas start beating the shit out of Charhan. His gundas being uh, the weird extended family that <laughs> wanted to marry Mahima Jadir in the beginning. It was just like such a weird pair. They've up. teamed up. They yeah. just went up. They said, hey. They're there with their hockey sticks, ready to break some knees. And you know what? Shah Khan just did his, like, Shah Khan best, where he's bloodied, he gets beat. It was very mm-hmm, similar mm-hmm. to uh, the Shah Khan that you see at the end of DDLJ. Yeah. They were working um, through the choreography while they were filming the scene. He's like, no, 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 I got it. Yeah, just just basically <laughs> what I've been doing my entire career. Yeah, 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 I got it. Let's go. Let's roll yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I've done this before. <laughs> um, yeah. Dar, have you heard of it? The best thing about it is that at the end, you know, Rajiv and Shah Khan are fighting, and um, Amrish Budi shows up and it's so funny Fad pointed this out like Amrish Budi's there Mahimach Adi's there Mahimach Adi's dad's there the grandmother's there the mom's everybody there shows but up. they all come from different entrances yes I noticed that too I was like <laughs> where is everybody coming from did you guys why didn't you carpool like <laughs> they they come from opposite directions I don't know how, where they are uh, how many entrances are here but yeah yeah, yeah. it's bothering me too so this is great because um, I love the acting here between Amrish Budi and Charhan. So he sort of grabs this like bloody Charhan. He grabs him, pushes him like, up against oh, the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's great. And he's there. He's there. He's really manhandling him. And he's like, look, I've got a gun with one bullet. And that bullet is either going to go to me or it's going to go to you. So you have to tell me what the truth is. And I didn't know where he was going with that. Like, I didn't know if he was going to. Kill, kill himself who, yeah. yeah or what but then when he said you need to tell me what the truth is i realize what he's saying what he's saying is tell me did you really break my trust or am i gonna kill myself because my son is an asshole oh. and i th- i think that's like a pretty strong statement um, i don't know if that's what he was saying though yeah because he said why else would he kill himself i i i i don't know because Shah Rukh khan's response to that is like you don't want the truth because people who want the truth don't come with a loaded gun and demand it. So yeah. I think it was still a good dialogue. I mean, it's great. It was a really yeah, yeah. good uh, performance from both of them. Yeah, uh, he said. He yeah. said, you know, people who come. Yeah, exactly. People who want the truth don't come to a fight with a gun. 
and um, or something along those lines. Yeah, or some some sort of logic like that. Yeah, <laughs> he, you know, Shah Khan has this, like dialogue or like this monologue about about Westerners. I don't mean I didn't really see the connection, but whatever. He hit a lot of. He hit a lot of. Uh, <laughs> lot it was of a lot marks. of like yeah. It was a lot of like. I'm sure there were like you know theaters and like. Mumbai, where people are like standing up and applauding over here. Yes, I love my India too. Indians love India so much. Yep. So he tells Amishwari, like, you become a Westerner after all because all you care about is your wealth and all you care about, which is not really true. I mean, Amishwari seemed like a pretty good guy. He seemed like a really good guy, yeah. He was a really nice guy. He was good to Mahima Chaudhary. He was good to Shahrukh Khan. He could have been nicer to Shahrukh Khan. Yeah, but he does say that the one thing that you guys all made me do was lie about Rajiv and lie about the real person that he is and make up stories about the kind of guy this girl would be getting. And how dare you think that somebody as pure as Mahima Chaudhary could ever be with a guy like your son, who is a complete jerk. Amish Bree says, like, well, what's your relationship with her? And he says, my relationship with her is that she trusted me and she was my friend. And yeah, I love her. And she probably loves me, too. But let me tell you another thing. I never tried to pursue her, and I'm still not going to try to pursue her. So I'm going to be out. And he takes his backpack, and he leaves. And I was Mm. like, I love the way this story is going. I was at the edge of my seat watching that. And then, and then Mahima Chaudhary's like, well, now that he's gone, let me tell you what what the truth is. And then she shows them, like, a scar on her um, neck or shoulder of that Raji left when he tried to rape her. And so, you know, Ramesh is like obviously really upset. And then Ramesh Puri goes up to Loknath and he's like, well, I promised you, I, you know, you promised me that, that you would give me your daughter and, and I still want to leave India with her as my bahu, but she's not going to be Rajiv's wife. She's going to be Shah Khan's wife. And then they all run after Shah Khan and he's playing Pugum Pugai with a bunch of kids in a cape. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you know, that was fun that, that was nice that's he what just, that game is he's like i'm gonna leave but i'm gonna take a break first i just got the shit kicked out of me i might have a concussion <laughs> let's play let's play with these kids right now yeah he plays with a guy and then they get married yeah it was nice yeah it was the a one, nice movie it was a great movie a couple of silly things that happened in it though that i just have to address yeah lots of silly things okay so the way that charhan figures out that he's in love is so silly so Charhan, for the most part, the entire movie is like Rajiv and Mahima, they're going to get married. Ganga, they're going to get married. I'm not trying to get in that, right? But he's got this friend at his garage who <laughs> I call him his werewolf friend, but Fahad called him his uh, Afghan friend, who I yeah, think he's may have like been in Afghan. love with. He he's may like have been in love Afghan, with him. Half gypsy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. I, don't, I don't know what his deal is, but that guy starts to notice between Mahima Chaudhary and Tarhan, like there's obviously some sort of connection. At first he's happy about it, but then he's sad about it. And then at one point they show him looking at them lovingly while twirling his mullet. I mean, it's interesting. But the guy is like, they're like talking and he's like, he's like, you love her. And he's like, no, I don't. He's like, yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. And and then Tarhan and then his friend goes, okay, fine. No, you don't. And then Tarhan goes, yes, I do. And that was it. (laughs) Ah, you got duped. Yeah, I was just like, I mean, okay. This guy, this guy was amazing because he was he ran very hot. He was very emotional, (laughs) Uh, and and he uh, he 
He also like it's like he seemed to be like mystical in some way because <laughs> there was a a point where they live in L.A. and I think this guy lives in the garage, which uh, he might be like an undocumented worker. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but he um he, like when Shah Rukh Khan leaves for his job, he's he's really upset and he's like drinking. And they, oh, no, they no, have, no. Before like that. Wait, no, no. Before that. Before that. Mahima Jali. So, so, you know, Amrish Bui has told Shah Khan, like, I'm going to have you take this job elsewhere. Because Amrish Bui is just trying to get Shah Khan out of the picture so that Rajiv and Mahima Jali can get married. Fine. So he tells Shah Khan, like, you're posted up in Seattle or wherever. So Shah and you have to leave tomorrow at 5 a.m. So, like, the next day, we're assuming it's, like, the afternoon. And Mahima Jali calls the garage. And they're his friend who runs hot. <laughs> Picks up the phone and he's she's like, hey, can I talk to Arjun? And she's like, he's like, nope, Arjun's gone. And she's like, oh, um, where's he gone to? And he's like, he's gone. He's left us all and he's gone for good and he's gone forever. <laughs> and he left while he, we were sleeping and he left us and he's gone. Like he literally said those things like over and over again. And she's like, I wonder if she was like, did he leave a number behind that I could reach i think i think he has that moment like every week where like Khan is just like oh i had a doctor's appointment i didn't know i had to run it by you and people call up the garage they're like hey does arjun have my car ready and he's like he's gone he left he's never coming back and then 30 minutes later and then later on again they like we talked about this every time i leave doesn't mean that i'm gone forever i have stuff i have errands to run all right just relax yeah, and then like another time in it, there's like a moment where, like, they're he's sitting outside of a camp. I was like, did they get kicked yeah, out? Are the they homeless? And Fago's like, who are you? Fago's well, if he's Afghan, <laughs> if he's Afghan, maybe he just like wanted to feel closer to his roots, so like he just decided. I don't to think set that's up how Afghanistan works. <laughs> that's racist. People aren't just living in tents over there. <laughs> He's just, he's just like, oh, I must be and out then, in the field. Yeah, fields. he does like he's drinking and then he does shoddy and then he screams out, Arjun. <laughs> <laughs> what is your purpose? I need a friend like that. <laughs> you don't have a friend like that? No, no, I don't, unfortunately. I I do. I have an in- unstable friend like that who just I am my name. I am that friend. I am it's my two-year-old. other people. <laughs> My two-year-old yeah. is my unstable friend who just screams my name. He just screams. <laughs> so if I called up Aiden, he'd be like, she's gone. She's never- yeah, exactly. Actually, that makes sense. That's exactly yeah, what children that's do. What I'm that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Um, yep. Uh, I have I have thoughts as well. So when, when Mahima Chaudhary moves to the U.S., they are having like this party. There are a lot of parties and functions and stuff like that. And and Rajiv is dancing, and he's the worst dancer in the world. Oh my god, the worst dancer uh, in all. He's the land. so bad at it, and but he dances so much. He really loves dancing. You gotta respect that. It's like um, Elaine from Seinfeld on. Cooking. Yeah, yeah, and he dresses like a moron. Like, th- like I mentioned to you, like this movie was outdated by like fifty years in nineteen ninety seven. Like th- everything in this movie is just super strange to me. But uh, but then so they're at this party, <laughs> and the next morning, he shows Mahima Chaudhary a copy of the New York Times saying this is the city's biggest paper they live in LA that has been established <laughs> and then and they are they are front and center on the front page and the other two stories that were in the paper that day 
were building a bulging war chest, how Clinton financed his run. This was 96. He had just uh, got elected. And then defying Milosevic, thousands march in Serbian capital. So Rajiv and Mahima Chaudhary's like, party is bigger news than the war in the Balkans in, in L.A. So, you know. You know what? The 90s were a peaceful time, okay? There was war on that paper. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that is a prime example of uh, fake news. I think Rajiv and his people were way ahead of the game on the fake news front. Mm. Like they, I think they were. Yeah, this is all. This is all a front. <laughs> yeah, they all were tapping into it. They were tapping into it already. Um, yeah. Also, speaking of uh, Clinton, there's a picture, a Photoshop picture of uh, Amrish Budi shaking hands with uh, Bill Clinton in his office. You think it was photoshopped? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think Amrish Puri could have met. I think he could have met Bill Clinton, um, but I don't think that he did, and I don't think that's okay. a real picture. Um, one other thing I just want to note about this movie is Mahima Jadi. The most realistic thing about Mahima Jadi's time in America is how she talks to her relatives on the phone. In India. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only thing that <laughs> I haven't she called. Is that. Shouting <laughs> at them. Just the entire time. One word, too. Nobody has a complete sentence. Ha, Baba! Kya kere? Me kuchu. Ha, sab thik hai. Wo bhi thik hai. Main bhi thik hu. Kya? Wo bhi thik hai. Bablu kaisa hai? Or daddy? You know what's fun in this movie? What? Um, one of the guys who's playing Amrish Puri's brother, who's only in it for just a second, is Om Puri. No his way, his actual brother. Yeah. Did I miss that? Yeah, it was only no. for like a second, and he was. You know what else is fun? Mm-hmm. Uh, Potla, which was Mahima Chaudhary's little brother, uh, was played by Udit Narayan's son. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hate those kids. I hate kid oh, actors. Okay. One of the other kids in there uh, is the voice of Minnie Mouse in Hindi. I'm not surprised. Yeah, terrible voices. Horrible voice. Um, and that's overall, all I got on the children. Yeah. What do you read this movie? Oh, man. Negative you know, five I to feel five. like I have to adjust my yes boss rating from last week, which I gave a five. And I'm going to put that down to a four. And I'm going to put this at a four as well. I enjoyed this movie. I thought Shah Rukh Khan's performance was maybe the best that I've seen thus far in his filmography. Rewatching it, mm. like he was, he was the most real character that I've seen. I, even though he was like a, you know, like an award-winning singer, a weird dancer, uh, a mechanic, and yeah. like the Our president of a car company. Yeah. Was, so he wore a lot of different hats, but I just I think that uh, I, I I liked his performance in this one better than his performance in DDLJ and yeah yes boss too yes boss is a different movie for me though interesting so I I was just saying that um, when I was watching this I was saying that this is probably my favorite Charhan character aside from DDLJ and I, I guess I had just like forgotten how good he was in this movie because there's so much like it's a Subhash guy movie so it ha- it does still have a, a couple of cuts of of like nonsense bullshit like 
it's not the level of comedy like where you need Johnny Lever in there. I don't right. you don't have any of that, but you still have a little bit of like nonsensical scenes that you're like that I could have done without that. Yeah. However, yeah. Shah Khan himself, his acting in it is so good. I think like some of the other movies that he's been in in the last uh whatever how many so this is his 24th movie. Out of the 24 movies that he's been in, you know which ones he you know that like boosted his career you have the ddlj's right and even like the raju Banya gentleman other movies that he's done almost seem like filler movies that he had signed up for before he got really famous but this movie seemed like a movie that was like intentionally that he like signed up for intentionally to really go down uh, go yeah. down the path of the ddlj character it feels DDLJ. like this this is this is one of the first movies that was made Inten- for him specifically yeah, or like made exactly, or or that he probably actively was like, this is a movie that's really gonna tap into all of the talent that yeah. Shah Khan has. He probably and I, and did I think not he did to... it, and I think he did it. He did so good in this movie. In, in almost every movie that I've watched of his, I'm like, I could have done without that part. But there's none of that in this, and I'm surprised because that feeling of his I only get when I think about like. Dilse or Suades, where he's playing not himself. In this movie, he's actually not doing his like Sharohani kakaka like right. annoying part. He does a little bit at the end when he's like ragey and angry. There's a yeah. scene where they're like at a, a yacht party and somebody takes a Mahimach Ali's Dupata and he kills the yeah, guy. Yeah, I felt like that was yeah such kind of overkill. Extreme yeah, reaction. I was like, <laughs> calm down. It's not Sunnyvale. Yeah. You're okay. He was he was a kid. He was, the white guy didn't know. He's just he's like, Oh, can you give her her scarf bag? And he'd be like, Oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize. And then uh, the guy tell me did. more about your beautiful culture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> again. Again, could have been another uh could have been a teaching gentleman. Could have been a gentleman who just really enjoys her fashions, but you took it to a different level. But anyway, like he's you know, he did have like moments of raginess, which I just felt were like weirdly part of the movie but his acting while he was doing that wasn't annoying i wasn't annoyed with him in any scenes i was genuinely excited to see him in most of the scenes i thought it was a really good movie and i'm gonna say okay so his the movie itself was not even on my radar when we did our top fives or top tens but i gotta Mm -hmm. like yeah i don't know i don't know if i would i don't know if i would replace it with any other movie Uh but I'm going to say, like, it's in the top ten now because it's actually a really good movie. It's actually, like, interesting and, and it has, like, a good story and it has good characters and it doesn't have people doing things that are just horrible. Like, I mean, Rajiv was kind of a piece Rajiv of Rajiv is an asshole. He's an asshole, right. but he's not, like, I guess he is evil. He does try to rape her. Yeah. I take that, I take that but, back. No, but, but in terms of, uh, like, villains in Bollywood... He's like yeah, there's, yeah. There's not like an intentional, intentionally bad guy. Like this guy is not that it's excusable. This guy is drunk. But he's pressing himself against his fiance. I, I think. I think. I, he also in that scene. He's wearing the most ridiculous robe. It's like <laughs> I want it. sky blue with with 
like sequins on it. It is amazing. It looks like he stole it from like Siegfried and Roy. I'm pretty sure it's uh, the Technicolor dream coat from <laughs> Joseph and his Technicolor dream coat. For the most part, it's like the the really obvious characters that you would expect to be like super evil. Like even that auntie, she was not that evil. She was just like. But I bet you in '97. Or in '97, she was the most she, horrible person in the world. Right. But now and, you're watching it as an adult growing up in the u.s and you're like yeah i'm pretty sure i've said these exact same things to people i know who went back to pakistan to get married i've said these exact same things to like my parents like it's <laughs> yeah. not like a crazy thing you're that say. evil aunt, auntie oh you're neat auntie. <laughs> yeah. yeah i've always liked the music good. in this movie um except mm. for that one song divana del it has I that like weird that part it has that, that weird, weird part like, of no that's not the part that's weird the part that's weird is the god save the queen oh right there's also a really weird song or not weird it's an amazing song that they play every time mahima jodri is seeing something cool in america which is like america my fantasy (laughs) my reality it's my destiny yeah, Which so, I think was like Ted so fascinating, Cruz's, like, song. yeah. <laughs> so fascinating. Or Bobby. Jimbo's it was like song. it was like that weird. Remember, like when Trump was uh, campaigning, and there were those like girls, little girls that like danced to a weird America yeah, song. Yeah, yeah it was it like was, that song. Yeah. It was bad. It's so, and they play it every time. Like something, like she's happy in the U.S. and she's like sightseeing. She's seeing like the Hollywood letters and America, my destiny. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's terrible. Um, but the but you know everything. I'm gonna say this movie gets it still gets a. It's not a, a top. You know, it's not a perfect ten. It gets a four on the scale of negative five to five. Shah Khan gets a five. Mahima Chaudhry gets a four. No, she's she gets really a five. good. I liked her. Very attractive. I'm not. I'm gonna say that one more time. Very attractive. So you want to, you love Mahima Chaudhry? Love Mahima Chaudhry. Mahima, give me a call. I've, uh, I completely forgot about you for the past decade and a half, but, uh, I really feel like this could go somewhere. So she was in that movie, Ledja. No, I don't know that movie. That's a really good movie. It was like a feminist movie from 2001. Oh, this movie also had a feminist moment. Yeah, this movie the, had the, mad feminist moments. Yo, last movie and this movie, old ladies yeah, in so, India is dropping so, it down, so I, staying woke. I, I was thinking about that. I was like, there must have, there must be, or must have been something going on in India in 1996, 1997 that made like social commentary on women's uh, rights and just like societal treatment of women like really a hot button issue. Because two movies in a row have had the same type of scene, which is like the older uh, motherly, grandmotherly figure comes in and gives a soliloquy about women's rights and how, uh, how what the double standard in India is based off, you know, uh, on gender it. relations or whatever. Right. So I'm going to look that up or no, I don't want to look that up. Somebody else looked that up for me and then tweet at me mm. uh, at Raju podcast. And um, or also you can do it on Facebook or Instagram it. Instagram it. Do it in like the motivational text, you know, with like a nice like sky nature scene in the back. And then on the front, just tell us what's what's going on in India in 1996. 
If you can take our quotes and put them on um, inspirational <laughs> um, art, that would be amazing. That'd be yeah, that'd be good. Um, you want to go to Pound Town? Uh, that one, I think, is prime for that. <laughs> With the kids <laughs> in the background. Um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that was a good one. I'm really excited. What's the next movie? Dil to pagal hai. Oh my Yash god! Chopra, first Yash Raj film, I believe. No. No, second one. Dar. Dar was and, up there. And DDLJ, homie. DDLJ was Yashraj? Oh, no. DDLJ. Well, it's of that, like... Is Aditya Chopra. Oh, I thought you meant, like, the studio. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Okay, so we're watching Dilto Pagalhe next week. Dilto Pagalhe next week. Uh, again, uh, follow us on Twitter, SoundCloud, leave a review on iTunes, follow us on Facebook, go ahead and send us a note. Uh, watch this movie, it was dope. Uh, and we are on 12.20 a.m. in the Dallas-Fort Worth area on Wednesdays and Saturdays at 1 p.m. Just playing, replaying older episodes of this podcast. So if you know anybody in the area that you know you want to tell to listen to this thing but they don't understand how podcasts work let them know let them and, turn on their radios yeah uh, is, this, is it like a is it like a radio show no it's a podcast well, it's a podcast i don't have an ipod dumb people <laughs> you don't deserve <laughs> us in your ears this yeah get out of here all right well um all right <laughs> so that was raju bungay podcast thanks for listening Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Kisi मेरा दिल है प्यासा मेरा दिल अकेला जरा तस्वीर से तो निकल के सामने आ मेरी महबूबा मेरी तकदीर है तू मचल के सामने आ मेरी महबूबा मेरी महबूबा मेरी महबूबा तस्वीर से तू निकल के सामने आ मेरी महबूबा